I decided to come down today. This last Sunday of our liturgical year. Can you even believe it that we've gone through another year together? Christ the King Sunday. So much has happened during this year. Yes, in our year, as well as the biblical year. When you think about all that we cover in 52 Sundays, it's a little overwhelming. Some things that we cover every year, we have four weeks of Advent, Christmas, Epiphany, and then we turn around and we have Transfiguration Sunday and Ash Wednesday and Lent and then Holy Week and Easter and Ascension Sunday and Pentecost. And then we have that long period of common time. Long period, isn't it, Kay? We don't get to decorate much during that period. And then we find ourselves at Christ the King Sunday. And we've come full circle. And we're ending our year. And then we find ourselves next Sunday starting all over again. It may seem strange to concentrate on Christ the King and the crucifixion and the fact that Christ has left the earth, at least the Jesus that they knew at the time. And then next week we're supposed to turn it off and start anticipating the birth of Christ. And then you add that this week is Thanksgiving and we should be thinking about all we're thankful for. We've spoken our thanks out loud and shouldn't this very day be our Thanksgiving Sunday? Yes. Yesterday I was reading a book to my granddaughter Maggie and it's a book I know she's read a hundred times. I've read it to her at least a dozen but I know she's read it a hundred times and in the story on every page you're supposed to find certain things that are hidden. And every page after I'd read it she would stop and look at the page like she had never seen it before. And when I'd say, can you not find? She would, there it is, there it is. I knew she knew where every item was, but she sure did a good job of pretending that it was the first time she'd seen it all. That's what I feel like we need to do after today. We need to forget everything we've done this year and start all over again. The anticipation of Christ. And obviously we can't do that, but we can spend today we can spend this week recognizing the life that Christ lived and what that meant for us as citizens of this amazing kingdom that we've been included in and then start fresh and new next week at the beginning of our liturgical year. I was really drawn to the Colossians passage later in the week. And that passage starts by saying, we've been made strong with all the strength that comes from his glorious power. 
What an amazing gift that is to be given all of the strength that comes from Christ's power. All the strength. At times in my life when I've been extremely down or felt extremely weak, what a glorious promise to know that I am made strong not by the things that I have done or could do, or not because of anything that I deserve, but strength despite my personal weakness. Strength because I've been rescued from the darkness and transferred into the kingdom. That word transfer is very interesting. In the Greek, the word is mesothemi. Mesothemi. In ancient worlds, when one empire won a victory over another, think all the television shows you've watched lately, Game of Thrones, I have not, I'm not into it, but I've heard of it. But think about, think about all of those battles and victories, and when a king's country comes in and defeats another country, the custom is to take that population and transfer them to the conqueror's land. That is the word that is used here in Colossians. Christ, Christ is the conqueror of darkness, the conqueror of sin, the conqueror of death, and we are taken by Christ to dwell as a whole people in the kingdom of God. We don't have to worry about the darkness or the sin or death because we've been transferred out of the darkness and into the light and into forgiveness, into love and into life. That passage goes on to remind us that Jesus, his strength, his power, his life here on earth was as God. Jesus wasn't an image. He wasn't like God. He was God. That's probably one of the hardest things for us to understand. But Jesus came to this earth with all the power of God. Not on God's behalf, but as God. We receive the complete strength of God because God gave it to us. Again, nothing we can possibly do to earn it. If that isn't reason enough to rejoice and give thanks this week, I don't know what is. The scripture goes on to remind us that in Christ, all things hold together. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't always feel like all things are held together. Sometimes I wonder how I can make it through some of the things. We've had our own fair share of problems that sometimes lead to things feeling like they're falling apart. 
There are times that we as individuals, and there are times that we as a church think we're not going to make it through something. But I believe that we're summoned here to 5206 Balcones Drive with a unified vision and ministry. Now hear me. A unified vision and ministry doesn't mean we have to agree on everything. We're not talking about theology. We're not talking about denomination. It means that Christ's message of reconciliation and forgiveness and love is our primary mission. And allowing people to do just that, not telling people that they can't, not saying because you're this, you can't, or because you're that, you can't. Whatever this may be, you can come here and serve. We can believe differently, but Christ loves us for our love for Christ trumps everything. Our love for God should trump disputes that we have, differences that we see. Anything that we want. One bread, one body, one cup. And every person who wants to receive that body and that God and that cup can have it here. That is what is so amazing and that is what is so different about this place. That's what I can be so thankful for, a place where all are transferred into God's kingdom. No one is told no. You know, during our prayer time, we talked about the things that we're thankful for, and I wonder if there are things that this passage brings up that you perhaps didn't think about. Ways that we are thankful for God on this amazing Christ the King Sunday. I can just look at the bulletin or our hallways or the tables around and I can be thankful for the way that our church, our church along with Paragon, helped the Baptist Community Center have thanksgiving because we see Christ's message proclaimed here and we share. I can be thankful that our youth are helping an orphanage in Piedras Negras collect socks so that they can have clean and fresh new socks for Christmas. I can be thankful for our women creating stockings that you will fill for families in our community. I can be thankful for those who are serving meals at God's family dinner on Thursday nights or those who are serving the Micah 6 drop-in center and all of our work at Micah 6. I can be thankful for the work that Catholic Charities is doing and they're partnering with us to begin to do some parenting classes for our community right here 
with the help of Hannah. I can go on and on, and I'm guessing that you could also, because we believe in this wonderful message that through Christ, we have the power to change this world. Can I get an amen? amen? Is that not exciting? To transfer us out of darkness and sin and death into the light of Christ is all we need to be thankful for this Thanksgiving. Thank you, Christ, for loving us enough to wrap your arms around us and help us through those times when we feel like we are falling apart. Thank you, God, for lifting us up in times when we feel down. And thank you, God, for loving us when we don't deserve to be loved. Amen and amen.